Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Welcome to a very special episode of the pod. You're I'm listening. Here. You're listening to Thanks We Hate It. Hannah's here. I'm Mickey Atkins. I'm Hannah Lehman. <laughs> and we're doing the here. episode in person. I'm this here week. in the flesh. Thanks for coming here to visit I am. me. I'm in Tucson. When did I get here? Thursday. 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 I've been here for yeah. two nights. I'm staying one more night. Mm hmm. And it's been so fun. How are you feeling about Tucson? A recent, uh, it well, how about you tell me how I'm feeling about Tucson <laughs> because I've been very, very vocal. I mean, about my delight uh-huh. of the cactus. Yes, the yeah. cacti. So far, highlights include Hannah taking a picture with a very large saguaro cactus. <laughs> um, we don't have those in Washington, <laughs> which is fair. And I understand the fascination I do, but it is really funny to me because like. You were saying before that, like, it's just the thing where you become, like, blind to something. Right. Like, I'm sure if I visited you in Seattle, like, I would the be. mountain. Well, yeah. And, like, how green everything is. Because you were talking about, you keep calling Arizona yellow. It, yes. <laughs> it's just... so yellow to me. It's so red and yellow here. Yeah. That's not a descriptor that I would have immediately yeah. jumped to. But, like, now that you say it, I'm like, actually, yeah, I guess that is kind of accurate. Because when you drive around here, everything that's dirt mm-hmm. here is yes. grass where I'm at yes so it's just and and there's just lots and lots of foliage yeah like even in the city like even in I mean obviously not like downtown downtown city but like even when you're in the neighborhoods in the city there's just green trees like it's just green and you're yellow I don't know so funny to describe it well it's like the Simpsons filter down here well the thing that's funny about it too is that people who have like big lawns full of grass or like a lot of like very obvious um like plants that obviously need a lot of water yeah it's like very much a side eye thing from people here because like if you're wasting the water to to like keep your lawn alive then like it's sort of a judgment thing you know like people give you like weird side eye yeah yeah yeah, because like that's not meant to be here you know yeah and so people do just kind of lean into like the desert landscaping thing of like cacti and like rocks like a lot of people have Mm -hmm. rocks in their front yard as opposed to grass yeah and like in their backyards too even yeah you know and I said, I feel like I'm in Breaking Bad. <laughs> I've never been down like south before here. And uh, I this place yeah. and it literally looks I know that I know that Breaking Bad is in New Mexico, but I yeah. it looks very much the way the scenes in Breaking Bad do to, so me. Funny to me. But I haven't been here. But like the houses yeah. all look like Breaking Like the houses are all yellow, too. Yeah. <laughs> the houses Lots are of beige are out. Of- now do you understand why I hate beige so much? Yes. <laughs> Like every all like beige. the foliage down here is beige bitches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the houses made out of that you talked about? Stucco. 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 S t u c c o. Stucco. Stucco. Yeah. I literally didn't even know what that was until you told Which me is this morning. to me. All of our houses are made out of wood. Yeah. Where I'm from. <laughs> Where I'm from. <laughs> we all paint our houses like. So I'm interested in colors. that though because. Obviously, the Pacific Northwest generally is like pretty rainy. It's pretty wet there. Uh, yeah, it's surprisingly not the rainiest state. Okay, which I it just has that reputation for some reason. Oh, okay, I think because it's like it's not like we get rainstorms very often. Mm-hmm. It's usually just like constant drizzle. Oh, it's like we'll okay. go days of it just being like this. There's oh. many different types of rain. So it's not like heavy Northwest. rain. It's just very like no, constant it's rain. It's like sometimes it's just a Got mist it. like in your face Ooh. while you're walking. That sounds like a nightmare. Sometimes it's just like droop, 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 just like some oh. drips. Then yeah. there's like, I mean, there are rainstorms too, sure. but it's like 
often more like consistent light rain than uh-huh. like heavy okay. couple hours of rain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause that's very different here. We have like monsoon season yes. where it's like biblical rain. Yes. Like it will it's people flood all of the think, streets. Yeah. People get injured. Yeah. Like it's actually looking kind of dangerous. Like, what is this? Yeah. Well, and then like we have washes and stuff where like it's in theory like a river, right? But it's just like yeah. this big like dirt ditch essentially that helps right. to, like deal with the overflow. But like oh. inevitably when there's like record breaking floods and stuff, somebody's like car will get stuck yes. or like it's just such a such a thing. But it's like, because oh, it rains no. really, really heavy for like an hour, two hours, huh. and then it's done. There's no more rain. Then the sun right. comes back out. My favorite is when it rains heavily and the sun is still out here, so it's like hot, but it's yeah. raining still. Yeah, it's a really weird, like, you're like being cooled down by like the experience. warm rain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very odd. Yeah, I think that's what that's what people think of when they think of Washington. They yeah. think it's like that. Yes, like it's like monsoons, uh-huh. like, like all downpour. the time that we're like. And it's really like very frequently. A lot of people in if we're if you're native to the Pacific Northwest, yeah. make fun of anybody who carries an umbrella. Oh, it's like a lot. It's a very judgy thing. Like if you're a native Seattleite, like mm-hmm. if anybody's wearing an umbrella, using an umbrella for anything, yeah. other than torrential downpours, like uh-huh. the only appropriate time <laughs> for an umbrella. Yeah. They're like very judgy. That's it's so like funny. we don't we don't need a hair. Like yeah. rain jackets, fine, but not umbrellas. Not umbrellas. Is very silly. I use umbrellas. <laughs> I still use umbrellas. I don't care. I'm like I worked really hard on my hair. I don't yeah. want to get it yes. wet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was what I was thinking when you were talking about the mist because I have naturally yeah. curly hair or like wavy hair, I guess, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I straighten it most of the time because it's just easier to maintain. Mm-hmm. But yes, when it's like just a little bit of moisture, mm-hmm. then your hair just, just like, like poof. Uh-huh. And it's yeah. not like cute poof. It's yeah. not like, you know, when you have like really curly no. hair that it like, it's oh, like just activates my curl. No. Hermione hair. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. It's not cute. It's not a look. Not at all. So no. humidity I, is not my thing. Yes. I will. I'll have to put a picture. I'm sure I will already have put a picture on of me with the cactus, though. Yes. Because I like even pointed out. I was like, Mickey, Uh there's the cacti have like warts on them, like big bulges (laughs) on them. And Mickey was like, what are you even talking about? I don't even know. Like, what are you talking about? I was like, the warts. They got like big funny bulges on them when they're growing. I've never even noticed. They're just like, I don't know, like that's just what cacti look like. We, Is it cactuses or cacti? I Do think we it's cacti. I believe it's cacti. Okay. But We're I'm going not with judging. I'm not, I don't okay. think that's common knowledge. Fair enough. So, also, okay. And I do want to be clear. In Washington, if you go to eastern Washington, mm-hmm. We have desert. It mm. is very much okay. like cacti and like yeah. not as many, not as many cacti sure. as here. Yeah. And it's not as pretty of cactus mm-hmm. as here. But we do Valid. have like desert. Like there's mm-hmm. eastern Washington and yeah. that's a completely different state okay. than western Washington. <laughs> that's the re- <laughs> that's where the Republicans live. Oh yeah. Well, you know. And then we live everybody on the has other a side. few, I guess. Yes. Yeah. So yes. It's not like I've never <laughs> seen desert before. I've just never sure. imagined like living in the Yeah. It's different being immersed in it 24-7. Yes. Okay, wait. Actually, I have a question for you. Okay, what's up? Because Tucson does sort of have a reputation. Erin and I talked about this before you came here. We Mm -hmm. were curious if you would, like, notice this or, like, talk about this at Mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. Um, But so, like, generally, what's your impression of, like, the city and, like, like, the cleanliness? Oh. I'm so distracted with the yellow. (laughs) I don't even really notice. Mm-hmm. Everybody's been nice so far. Okay. I haven't noticed anywhere like cultural like people are generally pretty nice. Like yeah. yeah, people are nice. Where I was, I was telling you, like in Seattle, we have the Seattle yeah. freeze. Yeah, where it's like people Which are polite, but they aren't friendly. Yeah, 
They're polite. That's, that's, a, that's an that's important what difference. It is. They're impolite, but they are not friendly. Yeah. They will answer your question, but mm-hmm. they don't want to. They, <laughs> that's so they, sad. They are very much like if you talk to them for more yeah. than a second, they're like, why are you talking oh, to me? And so being, that sounds like a really hard city to make friends in. It's very that we're notorious for that. Like it Ugh. is very difficult for people moving there because yeah. it's so it's hard to date there too mm-hmm. because of that. So my family, my parents have been, you know, from Wisconsin, from the Midwest, yeah. everybody like you go to the grocery store, somebody you're going out with a new best friend. <laughs> there is always somebody in the That's grocery cute. store. They're always willing to chit chat okay. with you. Blah, 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 blah. Duly noted. And you could just talk to people, random people in the yeah. Midwest and they will gladly talk to you for hours if That's you want. So cute. So I haven't noticed anything like that here, though. Yeah. I haven't been here that long. It's not so much that, I don't think. Okay, but you're, like, trying to ask, like, do I think the city's gross? Mm -hmm. Like, is it dirty? Yeah. I don't personally think it's, like, particularly dirty. But I have also spent a lot of time in Seattle where it's disgusting. People call Tucson the dirty tea. Like, people (laughs) say it's a dirty city because it's just, what? Yeah. yeah actually yeah that's true because Aaron and I grew up in Phoenix and we were like very prejudicial about Tucson when oh. we first moved here I, I was like very much not excited to move here I was like yeah. I fucking hate this city like it's disgusting like yeah. ew because it is sort of like old remember I was telling you on it the way is, here yeah. that a lot of the houses are from like the 40s 50s 60s that like their original right. construction there's a lot of like historic buildings here and so it is a little bit more like run down. I'd be curious to see what your impression of Phoenix is mm-hmm. because Phoenix is very like big metro city, like very brand new, like pretty well, buildings. Well, I did drive through Phoenix with you. Oh, yeah, that's we true. did. I did yeah. land at Phoenix Airport when we yeah. went to Vegas and yeah, then we yeah, drove yeah, yeah, to yeah. Vegas from Phoenix. Uh-huh. So I do, but I don't, but it, like I don't think I was there enough to like yeah. all I was excited about was how many <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, we drove through like the city for like 20 minutes and right. then it was like straight And desert then we were like, the rest right, of the time. exactly. Yeah. So but yeah, so people call Tucson dirty a lot. Um, there are a lot of people talk shit about Tucson too, as being like this city where dreams go to die, and like it's this really sad, gross place. That's judgy, I know. But since we've lived here longer, I've come to appreciate the like. I don't know. It's like people call Tucson a, a big small town because it is yeah. kind of like small towny vibes. Yeah, you know, that's but it's still like the convenience of living in a normal city. If that makes sense. When you guys, the look you guys gave me yesterday when I was like, is this a city? <laughs> because 500,000 people live here. It's not like we live in Poland. But it's nowhere. Not, this is definitely the, um, you know how I said I, I don't live in the city. I live yes. on the east side. Yes. Okay, so fair. The city that I live in on the east side is very much. Yeah like this okay, in like terms suburb-y. of yes in terms of how spread out yes. everything is i yeah. think of a city as seattle when i go into like seattle and there's big tall buildings there's yes. people everywhere okay fair i get that. and like that's what i was more like the bustly like yeah, high yeah, place yeah. it's not like a big vibe. city by any means i think not that's in that what sense. i was just kind of like what do you mean it's a, i mean it is a city technically yeah. but to me like especially because i've lived out here my whole life mm-hmm. like phoenix is a city but it is kind of this way also where everything's very spread but yeah it's because we have a lot of space out here so like yeah. people from the east coast especially are like why do you guys like why is everything so fucking far apart and like why is this city like not walkable at it's all walkable. it's because we're obsessed with like cars and like right. everything's very far we like really it's the space thing you know right um but like so i grew up in that environment and so i'm like of course this is a city it's not like we live in like rural rural where like right. your neighbors have horses and like right. you know what i'm saying like that because that's lands. what i picture when somebody's mm-hmm. like oh i don't really live in the city i mm-hmm. live like out you know like out in the outskirts it's mm-hmm. like 
my house like is on two acres of property yeah. and like I drive a tractor yeah. most of the time. And I was right. like, Hannah, like right. we're not country bumpkins. No, I know. <laughs> we do still live in a normal city. It is a city. But and I get I, what you're saying. It's just very much like the city I live in where also yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. drives everywhere. Yes. But in yeah. Seattle, if you live in Seattle, you can wike, wike. Walk. You can like, walk. You places. can like walk quite a few <laughs> places, uh, like depending on where you live, of mm-hmm. course. But like, or at least Fair. you could take a bus to a lot of places easily. Oh, and a lot of people do that because the parking is so, so bad. bad. If you don't, if you yeah. unless you pay forty dollars for parking, you know somewhere like if you're going to a concert or something like that, and you need sure. to paid parking lot by a, mm-hmm. by a popular venue, it'll be probably that much. Um, yeah, you can get other parking for 10 or 20 bucks, but like also, uh, or, but, and there is free parking sometimes, but it's so, but it's always yeah taken, taken up. Yeah. So, um, it's, yeah, it's the only place that you really have to pay for parking here is in like the downtown area where there's like meters and stuff. Right. But even then it's like a dollar, it's like 50 cents an hour or right. some shit, you know, it's like very right. like not expensive. Right. So. so when you ask if Tucson's dirty, it does not seem dirty to me just because I think of dirty. Seattle's dirty. Okay. Seattle's right. pretty dang. Yeah. Dang to be fair, crusty. we haven't showed you the worst parts of the city, but I appreciate that though. Yeah. I don't want people to think I that Tucson is dirty because I don't think it is. It doesn't feel, it does not feel any more dirty than the city I live in okay. east of Seattle. I was just very For sure. About it's it. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It I doesn't, I didn't like notice like, oh, this place is dirty. <laughs> It wasn't like anything And like I'm sure that. even if you did notice, you're like too polite to say anything, but I wanted to ask oh, you Oh, I would it, not be so too polite curious. to say anything. <laughs> oh, I would have told you guys. I would have been like, God, why is your city so gross? <laughs> it's so real though. I appreciate but that Seattle, a lot actually. like I think, um, yeah, we have a yeah. very high, uh, this is not homeless people's fault, but we have a oh, high yes. people without homes yes. in Seattle like and it's just, yeah. right. And I, it's obviously, it's not. I don't blame them for that. No, of course. But it just naturally with that comes a lot of yeah. trash. Well, yeah, when people don't and have the opportunity to like dispose of their trash in the way people, that most of us do. Yes. Of course. Or just having to use the restroom on the street yes. sometimes yeah. and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Especially is, with how hostile cities are to yeah. unhoused people. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Like they don't have anywhere to go because you have all this hostile architecture right. and like bullshit, you know? Right. There's no yeah. right. Poor people. Yeah, it's shitty. It's stupid. Did you but. ever think about that? It makes me so mad that there is enough housing oh, for everybody, yeah. Yeah. but it's just empty Correct. because landlords won't. Yes. Whatever. Yeah. Or people that like own multiple properties and then rent them out at like exorbitant rates. Like just stop it. It sucks. Fucking knock it off. That, like, it makes me mad. It makes me mad that there <laughs> is housing for, there's enough roof yes. for everybody to be under, yes. but we literally won't let them. Correct. Because of money, you need to steal. You need to sleep under a yes. tarp, yeah, by a building where you are unsafe, yes, or in a tent where somebody will inevitably kick you out. Yeah, kick my you favorite off is the like the criminalization of unhoused yes. people. Yes, as if very it's much. like as if they're like real terrible and gross. Well, and, well, like, and as if that's like a thing that they've elected to do. I know, like hello, or as if you couldn't end up homeless. Correct. Like everybody, yes, has, everybody like the the moralization yes. of it, as if it's yes. like an immoral thing as if to it's, do. Like right. Hello? Right. What like, is that supposed to fucking mean? No. Yeah, no, I, yeah. Oh, uh, anyway. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um, do we want to get into what we're talking about Yeah, let's this week? do it. Who's going first? I have no idea, because last week we did a Reddit. Yeah, we did Am I the Asshole We did Am I the Asshole, so we kind of just, like, went for it. Okay. So, which topic is more depressing? Because usually we like to do the more depressing mm-hmm. one, get out that one out of the way, and yeah. then do the fun one second. Mine's not quite that depressing. Mine's do you feel not like, really that depressing yeah. either. It's just kind of like. 
Do you want to rock, paper, scissors? A bummer. Goes first? Should we rock, paper, scissors? Because yeah. we can. Yeah, why not? In person. Yeah, okay, that sounds fine. so fun. Okay, wait. Do you do rock, paper, scissors as like rock, paper, scissors, shoot? Or do you do rock, rock paper, paper, scissors? I usually do rock, paper, scissors. Okay, same. Okay, good. Okay. Okay, good. Ready? Okay. Rock, paper, scissors. Aww. Are we doing two out of three? Do I, do I just win? No. <laughs> no. You can wait, go so first. What is, I was going to say, what does winning mean? Does that mean I choose or does that mean I go first? That means you go, well, I guess you choose. Okay. Um, if you win. I mean, it seems honestly, like. Honestly, yeah, I'll go first because I really like okay. getting my shit out of the way and then I can just sit and listen Sounds to story good. time. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I guess it doesn't make sense to force you to go on one if you won. <laughs> like, if you win, you get to pick. <laughs> if you win, you're getting punished. That's right. Exactly. Okay. So. so, the thing that I am talking about today are the hacks that took place in Vegas in early September. Did you hear about this? Mm-mm. The MGM. I have no idea about this. Okay, so it's a whole thing. So okay. the MGM was actually several large casino conglomerates in Vegas were the subject of hacking attacks. In it actually happened on September 11th. Like the machines? Yes, like everything. So here's what happened. Okay. I have an article pulled up that I'll like use to look at details, okay. but like the general gist is as follows. Um, there is this hacking group. I think it's called Al Five. It's A L P H, and then like a Roman numeral five. Five. So I've I don't only know if it's Alpha heard of Anonymous. Al Five. Yeah, I've only. Ever I don't know. There's also yeah. like something about spider something or other. Okay. Who knows? Um, they have like a couple of different names, but this hacking group essentially hacked into MGM and Caesar Entertainment's like thing. Right. Do we need to explain like what those are for people that don't live in America. Oh, like the like companies? just like what MGM and like uh, yeah, we all know what MGM is. That's but like, probably a good idea. Just actually. like really briefly, it's like yeah. Um, like so yeah, for those of you who don't know or who've never been to Vegas, Vegas is this like the main attraction in Vegas is what's called the Strip. It's like this big long road with all the casinos and the mm-hmm. hotels and all the things. I'm sure you've seen pictures and videos of it and stuff. You gamble. But yes, that's most, all you do. <laughs> most of those properties are owned by like two or three companies. So MGM owns like basically half of the strip and Caesars Entertainment owns like the fucking other half. So MGM, the MGM Grand is like a really, really big hotel, but they also own like the Cosmopolitan Las Vegas. And like, I think Caesars Entertainment owns the Flamingo and the Hard Rock Hotel Uh, or like, I don't know. They're, they're all like divvied up and they monopolize those. Yeah. Most of the strip. So even if they do have like a different name, the reality is that most of the big hotels in Vegas that people stay at on the strip are owned by one of those two companies with a few rare exceptions. exceptions. Okay. I didn't know yeah. that actually. So oh, I'm glad really? you explained that. Yeah. I didn't yeah. actually know that when we went there too. Yeah. Um, so that's really interesting. So they're, so, they're making billions and billions and billions correct. and billions of dollars yes. a year. Yes. Because the whole setup obviously is that you can stay in the hotel like a regular hotel, but all of the Vegas hotels have a casino floor on the bottom where there's like the slot right. machines and the Jack Black tables and like all the gambling stuff. And then they all usually have like their own signature restaurant with like whatever celebrity chef is posted up there usually a lot of them have like a concert venue where there's like like the blue man group mm-hmm. or like lady gaga's residency like all of that like the drag shows yes at their little yeah. theater exactly yeah. so every hotel has kind of its own thing that's like a makeup of shows gambling dining and like concert venues and that kind of a thing yeah. right yeah but the thing and everybody smokes inside yes which honestly i know <laughs> that this is, this is maybe a red flag of mine personally i find it weirdly comforting the smell of cigarettes really? in vegas i don't i hate the smell of cigarettes everywhere else but there's something about being in vegas like the smell of it that's like oddly soothing somehow huh. 
it's just like yeah. a very Vegas thing. That is a very Vegas, like you, you know? feel like more like you're in Vegas. I think it's because I've Pavloved my brain into thinking yeah. that cigarette smoke means vacation. Because I don't really smell cigarettes anywhere else. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So it's anytime we go there, I'm like, smell. oh, I'm on vacation. I mean, I don't like the smell either. But it's the yeah. fact that I literally was getting secondhand smoke. Yeah. Because people are chain smoking. And yeah. you can't even walk through the casino without literally inhaling yes. it's their a lot. smoke. It's yeah. just a lot. It's very like the, the vague scents from far away would mm-hmm. not like, like in bowling alleys, if there used to be smoking sure. sections. Yeah. And when you were in the actual alley, it didn't like that. Did not, not too bad. It was not too bad. It was like literally yeah. like actually being forced to smoke myself mm-hmm. is what it felt like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Yeah, because yeah, you wore a mask for some of it. Too, I wore it was a mask to through feel the, like too I much. could not. Yes, yeah. yes. It was probably that combined with also being in the desert and not used to the desert. Yeah, Just like yeah. That's true. It's very drying. Where my yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm very dry. Yeah. Yes. Um, anyway, but yeah. So that's sort of the main setup. And the thing that's important to know about the whole situation is that. 95 to 99% of the casinos function digitally, right? Like yes. the the sort of meme of like right. pulling a thing on a slot machine, that doesn't really happen anymore. No it's all button pressing. They're all computers. Even the like, um, they're like digital craps tables and like digital blackjack tables. Like yes. there's, which Those are were fun. really fun. Yeah. It's fun um, because then you don't have to go yes. be with the, the, That's what the, I'm saying. the with dealer. The dealers. <laughs> Tell me you have well, social because, anxiety without telling well, me. Well, remember, I actually was, I did want to do that. But then yeah, you yeah, were yeah. like, we might not want to because they're not there to teach you how to gamble. Yes. You have yeah. to know what you're doing. You can't just yeah. walk up to a table and be like, hey, can I just put 20 bucks? Like, you have to be a yeah. serious, well, I know how to play this game. Especially because some people do who, who do go to Vegas, right? Like, if you live in, like, I don't know, another country. Yeah. And you've come to Vegas and you're like a very serious poker player. Yeah. And then like the drunk bachelorette party wanders up to the table. Yeah. And it's like mucking your shit and up. And then they're like, it's, Yes. People can get aggressive. That would be And really, angry, yeah. especially when they're drunk yeah. or like, you know, they get pissy really get quickly. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And yeah. so I just didn't want us to be on the receiving I end. I appreciate of that. Somebody, I'm glad because I would have you know, been that Yeah. Person. Which like you should be allowed, mm-hmm. you know, but also like. You know, the I just digital tables though were so fun because then we yes, could play those games because exactly. we played craps a lot. Yeah. on those tables. Yeah, and then you also, if you don't know how to play, you can just kind of go for it. Yeah, exactly. But even um, but, the in-person tables, right? The ones yeah. with like actual cards, all of that is still affected digitally because there's like little like the Tickets cashing now. out and the payout yes. slips. All of that is handled digitally. All of the yeah. ATMs obviously are connected to the internet. Right. Like the the conglomerate of mm-hmm. Vegas at large doesn't function if the computers don't work right Right. so what happened on september 11th is that this hacking group hacked into mgm's like main computer stuff and caesar entertainment's main computer stuff i'll explain in more detail how that happened okay quick question yes do you um does the fact that it happened on september 11th was that on purpose i don't know know. i haven't been able to find a straight answer about it doing it just yeah right they they may have um done it on purpose but as far as i've been able to find it doesn't seem like that okay. was related. It might have just been like the day they picked. Yeah. Okay. So basically what happened is that these hacking groups posed as members of like the tech support uh, co- like company or like the, the part of the company, um, like tech support guys for these casinos, for these companies like MGM and Caesars Entertainment. They called the IT help desk saying, hey, my name's so-and-so, I work for blah, blah, blah. And they had collected enough information from fucking LinkedIn, Hannah. They impersonated somebody's LinkedIn profile and said, you know, hi, you know, my name's blah, blah, blah. 
I lost my password or my login information. And so the IT help desk walked them through collecting enough relevant information that they were able to bring. Just gave it to them? Yes. Yes. It's fascinating. This is my favorite part about this whole story because it really, I think the, the reporting is that the phone call lasted no more than 15 minutes. I'm sure. It really was not a particularly difficult thing. Oh, they're so good. Hackers are so good. Yes. Yeah. So they collected enough relevant information from this phone call that they were able to bring the MGM conglomerate to its knees, basically. So they hacked into both of these companies and they told Caesars Entertainment and MGM both, here's the deal. We want X amount of money, like millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars from you or like $40 million or something. Something. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want this amount of money from you or like, you know, <laughs> bad things are going to happen to you. Like they and, were like, we have control over this. Yes. We're going to do this. Correct. If you don't systems, give us money. If you don't give it to and us. And so Caesars Entertainment was like, take the money. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking yeah. goodbye. Yeah. And so the hackers left like Caesars ransom. Entertainment alone. Yes. However, MGM said, go fuck yourself. We will not be paying so you. So Caesars did it. Yeah. Caesars was like, yes. Caesars was like, that's fine. Give them what they want. Here you I go. mean, to be fair, it's probably $10 to them. Yes. Like, remember, remember that detail because it will become relevant in a moment. Okay. So MGM told them to go fuck themselves and they said, okay, bet. And they turned it all off. (laughs) The slot machines had error messages for days. The ATM stopped working. Remember when I told you the casinos don't function without the internet? Yes. It all stopped working. Yeah. So um, the important thing about this is that they managed to like do, I don't know, like obviously I'm not a computer person. I don't know what exactly they managed to do to this company, but it got to the point that MGM actually made the decision to turn the rest of whatever had not been affected off on purpose Uh to try to limit the amount of damage that was being Uh done. Because also now what we're realizing is that the hacker group, stole a lot of people's personal information. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, what about Mhm. So, um everybody's credit cards. Yes. And okay. um MGM has said that as far as they're aware, nobody's actual payment information has been uh breached. Uh however, it does sound like people's fucking social security numbers and their passport data has been Everything they would need to open a credit card account for them. Yes. Yeah. So in my opinion, it's sort of irrelevant that people's actual payment information hasn't been taken because you can still ruin someone's credit score with their fucking social security number. If you have your social security, I'd rather somebody have my credit card than my social security number. I can turn a credit card off. I could turn, I could easily, as we know. I'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. 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 Fuck. So MGM told this hacking group to go fuck themselves. They breached a bunch of information from MGM. And this went on for several days. I think it went on for like four days. Okay. Um, The running tally at the time was that it was about $13 million uh, that MGM was losing every day that this issue continued. Um, So all all said and done, uh, MGM roughly lost about $100 million in this whole exchange. (laughs) Yeah. And I did think, they end up paying them the ransom then at the no, end too? They ended up figuring <laughs> to get it them out. To stop? Yeah, they ended up figuring it out and like, I don't know, pushing them out of whatever, you know, hold they had on MGM's computer stuff. How many people got fired from IT? Oh, I'm sure a fucking <laughs> bunch. I was reading an article about oh this whole situation God. though. Um and apparently this is a, a topic that's not 
commonly discussed at length in uh-huh. trainings for yeah. like especially the IT help desk like the phone people right they're not really spending a lot of time teaching these people Security. how to avoid like a phone call based hacking thing like obviously everybody gets training about like don't click strange links in your emails you know like right. we've all had that training right but specifically about like phone calls where people are trying to harvest information from you like there's not really a lot of training about that um and so it's sort of like a weird i'm sure now people are going to be getting a bunch of training about it Mm -hmm. but it is kind of like a weird uh weakness like a little chink in the armor there for these really big companies when i was an executive assistant Mm -hmm. our it department we would hire hacker professional hackers Mm -hmm. we would hire them to look for our weak points yes i guess and they actually found some stuff really easily they were like i literally just i hacked into your account in less than 10 minutes because you it was like the two um authentic like our emails were automatically like we were logged into our emails and then the two uh, the factor in identification you were like okay send me it to my email and then he like went straight to the email he was like done you're hacked oh my god like they got we got audited but they were like helping us right at least they weren't hacking us but it was like an audit yeah right wow And so it's like that's so interesting i just find it really interesting that this was a tiny company that I was at that yes. did that. Like the MGM Grand. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wonder if they just have so much money that they just, it's not worth it to them to work. But like. That's the other thing actually that does make my blood boil. that they lost so much more money <sighs> than if they had just paid the hackers. Well, don't I, like okay. celebrate I yet. So many questions. I have so many questions. Because the other thing about this story that makes my blood boil is that the MGM has obviously insurance around this issue. Yes. So they're recouping yes. all of whatever they lost through right. the fucking insurance payout. Right. So right. Right. it right. ended up being a wash, which kind of sucks. Right. So, but, uh, that said, if you stayed at any of the MGM properties, I think from like 2019 to present, your information might be compromised. I think. Oh, is that so, us? Because we, we didn't yes. stay at MGM. Well, actually we probably did. We stayed at the Flamingo. No. Isn't the Flamingo owned by Caesars Entertainment? Oh, are they? Okay. I'm pretty good. sure it is. But we still like went into MGM and like yes. gambled in there. Yes. Um, hold on. Let me double check. So that's good to note. Jeez, mm-hmm. I have so many questions. Okay. I have so many questions you're not going to be able to answer. They're mostly rhetorical, but okay, that's fair. I just um, hacking groups blow my mind. I know. Groups like that, like the only, yes. like I said, the only one I've ever heard of is anonymous, like those yeah. that Anon really or big, whatever, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 whatever it's called, mm-hmm. um, where they do like I just how. Ha- it's cr- it's so exciting to me that yeah. they're so secretive that yes. nobody knows who they are, like yes. where they are. Like to me, that's just like fascinating. Are these just people on Reddit that are hooking up together and then like going oh, to I big meetups it. and then like fi- like what are they doing? Or is it people all that are in this group but they're individually yeah. at their house? Do they all like have in, like Wait, actual do you have an office space? Do you have an office space to be a hacker? <laughs> and then my next question is: Okay, that's you fair, stole forty million dollars. Sure. Yeah. Now what? How do you spend $40 million without the government? Yes. Like noticing. Noticing that yes. you have millions of dollars that's stolen. Yeah. I am very I'm confused sure for, about probably that. Probably like very sophisticated money laundering in a digital but sense. I would, but I was going to say it, they must like, um, but right. If they're able to hack into MGM, I'm sure they have a plan. Yeah. For where that After that. Because um, I'm sure, but like, yeah, like money laundering. Are they like cleaning yes. the money? Somehow yeah. by putting into bit- yes. Bitcoin. Yes. Actually, I Sorry, I not read... cleaning it, washing it. Yeah, I, I think, think I read something term. about them demanding crypto, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So maybe that's part yeah. of it. It's just like, oh, um, man, I would, I would love to interview somebody, like, in one of the hacking like, groups. Like, what the fuck is the deal like, here? I just want to yeah. know, like, all the secrets without them. Like, I mean, if yes. they want to be anonymous, 
in anonymous they could like if they want to wear a hat you know a little voice changer little voice like changer. those episodes of like uh, unsolved mysteries yes. <laughs> um also i, I was wrong so okay sorry. it's the private data of customers who used mgm services before march of 2019 including contact information gender date of birth driver's license numbers uh, a limited number of social security numbers and passport numbers as well okay before 2019 yes so how i don't know they only click to data before 2019 i'm not sure i don't know if it's the difference in how the data is stored like maybe mgm has a different holding yeah. tank for like data from like x amount of years right. past and then the present data is stored somewhere else but so weird yeah so we're fine but if you stayed in, in any of the mgm properties from 2019 or before that that might be a concern that is so so messed up i know that's so crazy because the thing that sucks too is at the time i was sort of rooting for this because i was like yeah fuck big corporations right, right? right. like fuck you like, mgm you yeah, suck like you own all of the strip and like yeah, charge us exorbitant prices because they yeah, own it all right fuckos. it's like the cable companies but then as it turns out the hackers are also really bad people we're selling people's that's private data too, is that they yeah. are also like yeah i mean yeah it's kind of like the vigilante justice mm -hmm. thing where it's like, yeah, it sounds yeah. great in theory, yes, but it's actually really, you know, fucked up. We kind of all agree to, to uh, follow rules of society and that's yes. how society's function yes. is by, I mean, some people, there's always a small percentage yeah, of sure. people that decide not to follow society's rules. But yeah. I like, I have to tell myself that every time I see people cut, you know, <laughs> when you're getting in, you know, when you're getting on the freeway and there's a light, I already knew what you were going to say. And then yes. there's people that are not carpools, but they yes. just zoom past the line yep. anyway. Yep. I have to tell myself that every single time because I, I have yeah. to tell myself, I'm like, look, you are a, a you are one of the people that's going to follow the rules of society yeah. so that society doesn't break down. Dude, it's fine. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Just let them. Th let I know it's really annoying, but yes. like also, but it's also because of like, then I'm tempted to do it. Yes. But then I stop myself because I'm like, no, I'm going to be one of the people, one yeah. of the 90% that like keeps our society intact. Also, I know for sure that if I was the one who did it, I would be the one who I got know. pulled over. I would be the one. And I just am too much. I've cried every time I've gotten a ticket. Oh no. It hurts my feelings when I get a ticket and so I'm not doing that I will not I have too much people pleaser trauma around rule breaking how many breaking. times have you been pulled over twice three oh, times okay maybe. yeah me too yeah every time for speeding <laughs> actually that's not true I did get in a car accident once and so that was you get a ticket for that obviously yeah it's my fault um and then two speeding tickets I think the first time I got pulled over I was a teenager and I was like coming home from my boyfriend's house at the time when I was mm -hmm. like 19 or something and yeah. i and i did um i didn't cry but i told him that i got in a fight with my boyfriend yeah and he was really nice that he was like okay Aww. i hope things work out with your boyfriend like here's you just get a warning oh spoiler alert things did not work out with my boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> i was on but my way to an interview they were and i was running late oh, and i was crying i was like so all stressful. dolled up in my like interview outfit and i was like i'm so sorry i'm running late to an interview and he was like Too license and registration <laughs> I was yeah like, okay <laughs> The, so this the, really the second time I got pulled over, the the cop was not very nice. I pulled over on the yeah. wrong side of the road because I it was the, still the middle of the night. It was a sure. speed trap. Yeah. He was hiding in the dark, waiting <gasps> for somebody to not stop like for three seconds at a stop sign when there was literally nobody. It was like nice. midnight or something. Yeah. Nice. So and then I pulled over on the wrong side of the road because I panicked. Mm -hmm. Obviously, mm -hmm. I tried really hard. The um. I was like, you know, 22 or something. Yeah. And I like, so I go to the other side and I like had a skirt on and I was like, try to like be like, Hi. oh my I was God, to like be like, be like real cute. <laughs> and she be pulled like, the gams out. Hi. 
I'm so sorry. It didn't work. It didn't work. It did not work. <laughs> he was like, yeah, okay. I just don't think I could ever actually I'm talk my way out of a ticket. Right no. Yeah. I've never, I didn't try to talk my way out of it. I was just hoping he'd notice that yeah. my skirt and was he short. Would show you some mercy. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. It did not, he did not give a shit. Yeah, so, that's funny. Yeah, it was uh, any hoozles. Yeah, so that's mostly my story. That's Bananas. my thanks. I hate it this week is um, hacking. There's and no also winning casinos. in that scenario either. No, there's really not. There's everybody no sucks here. Scenario. Yeah, everybody sucks here. Exactly. <laughs> this was Reddit. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, I have a segue from sure. that. I already You already know about this, but I'm going to tell people because mm-hmm. you know what? I'm so embarrassed but I feel like the message is more important oh. than my embarrassment. Okay, love. So, um, and it goes with the hacking thing. Okay, great. I'm an idiot. Oh. I No, I told you this. You already know. Oh. It's the, it's, oh. Yes. It's the, I was like, why? No, That's no, so no. mean, Hannah. No, it's okay. No, <laughs> literally, I deserve it in this case. It's okay. No, seriously. It's okay. okay whatever. I am very, uh, look, it, look, I try to be very nice it to myself. It was not but the best in informed this decision. Case, it was not, this was not it. Put it that way. Okay, you guys, listen. <laughs> <laughs> the other day, literally, <laughs> the morning oh, of Thursday, I'm getting on a flight to Tucson that afternoon. Yeah. I get a text message. I'm an idiot. I know. From USPS. Mm-hmm asking telling that my package was uh was wrong was there was a problem at the warehouse with my address and so it's at the warehouse so i need to like go correct the address for it Mm -hmm. to get Mm re-delivered now in my defense i did have a package from a not normal place that i usually get a package from yeah it was like youtuber merch from a youtuber i follow so like i and it had been weeks and weeks and weeks since i ordered it so it was perfect timing for Mm -hmm. something weird to go wrong okay but if i had just looked for like two seconds For longer. two more seconds. I would oh, have Hannah. noticed this text message was from an iCloud account. Oh, And it no. had a link in it. And if I had just Googled the link. Uh-huh. It literally, the first thing that came up was like, scam, 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 oh, scam. No. But the audacity of my brain to be yeah. like, you know what? You should go to that link and you should put in your address. Oh. And I did. Oh, Hannah. I know. Listen, nobody, no, you guys don't have to call me an idiot because I've been calling myself an idiot because I am literally like an advocate for like, don't yeah. click on links. Yeah. All the texts are junk. Like yes. all that. Like Never I am look at them. very yeah. much like usually on top of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it just goes to show that it can happen to literally anybody. If yeah. you are in autopilot, yes, I was you're not say, thinking. Especially if you're like in a hurry or you're busy. I was like thinking, yes. And I was like, oh, yeah. one more thing I have to take care of before yes. I leave. Uh-huh. I don't want it. I also, if it arrives while i'm here i don't want it to like go to the wrong place get stolen so i was like okay fine so i put in my but it gets worse oh no because if i had just put in my address and realized then i would have been like okay that sucks but it's fine Uh it proceeds to ask me for credit card info (laughs) and i put in my fucking credit card info (laughs) and then there's an error message that goes that credit card is not right try a different one or that's put in the right details and i was like it is right so i did try again and that's when i realized (gasps) i was like oh fuck Uh i just fell for it i just fell for it they got me they finally got me sure enough i googled the text and they were like usps is never going to send you a link like that yeah and it was so tricky though because it it, okay again also they are so good you guys i just want people to realize that like this is why i'm sharing this because if even i can fall for this yeah 
like I am, and I've been taught all the things. Yes, you're like I am very avid anti scam person. Yes, yeah. exactly, avid anti scam. Then this can literally happen to anybody because the website that they give the link. It, at the top, it has the U.S. Postal Service uh, yeah, icon, yeah. and if you click on the icon, it goes. They have it to go to the yeah, U.S. Postal like Service website, and, and then they linked their Facebook, Instagram, and stuff at the bottom. Yeah, but it's not you. It was so that is so tricky. Okay, I'm sorry, <laughs> it but very it makes legit. it look very, very legit. Yeah. And then also, so that's when I realized though, and then okay. I canceled my credit card immediately. Okay, good. I did. It sucks. I'm getting a new credit card. Like, I canceled it before they could even do anything. And yeah. at least they didn't get anything. They didn't get my social or, like, Yeah, um, that's true. Anything that's like that. But yeah. So I should be fine. But I still feel like an idiot. And then the other tricky thing they did was they were like, oh, it's just 30 cents. They were, they were like, we need your credit card to charge you 30 cents for the redelivery mm -hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Which, again, if you think about it for more than a half a second, that makes uh -huh. no sense. Uh -uh. Yeah. But it makes it so that you're willing to do it. Yeah. Because it's not that Because it's much. not that much money. Yeah. Yes. And then I realized, so that, not only that, but then they're like, oh, error. Put in a different card. So they're yep. getting multiple cards off yes. of people that fall for it. Oh, God. And then. That's so sad. But my question is, why does that work when because that was the the error message was the reason i realized it was a scam mm -hmm. so why i'm sure like i wonder what well i think because probably by that point first of all it's too late they've already gotten at least one from you yeah and the hope is that someone will be in a hurry or just like not notice and be like oh i must have just put it in wrong i'll do it later or no i'll like do it again or like uh -huh. oh fuck it i'll just put in this other card like you know but if your card keeps not working if you keep getting the error message you're gonna yeah. call usps and be like hey you would think my package is there and they're well, gonna yeah. be like no it's not well yeah by then it's too late though yeah, but then you, but if you realize like I did within yeah. a few minutes, you call and cancel your card and True. they don't get it. Yeah. They don't have my card now. I guess they're probably just banking on people not calling or someone just I being guess. like, oh, just yeah. being like, right. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't make any sense because that's yeah. the error message is what made me realize. Yeah. That like made me pause and be like, oh shit. I mean, it's a good thing that you realized when you did. That's I know. Nice. I would have been really annoyed. Yeah. I, Can you imagine? Was, while you're on, on vacation. On my way Surprise. out to traveling. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it's the only credit card I have. Like, I yeah. should, I shouldn't, I need a backup card. I know, mom. I know. <laughs> okay. I'm working on it. I will get another one. I but, really, uh, listen, I'm very much that way though, too. I only have one credit card and the rest of it is just like debit cards and, you know. I don't I just want don't more like than one them. credit card. I don't like I know. them. I, I have ADHD. Usually, I have I poor impulse control. I don't yeah. need to have a bunch of them. I know what my limits are, and that's one of them. <laughs> I know? get my points on my credit card. I love yeah. my credit card, but like, yeah, yeah. I should have a backup just yeah, anyway. Exactly. So Prince all that to say, me. so speaking of scams, speaking uh -huh. of hacking, okay. and now speaking of scams, uh -huh. I just want the PSA out there. And here's mm -hmm. another PSA. So the other thing we're talking about today is something, uh, again, in the MLM, anti-MLM community that yes. I've been seeing a lot of. That's been really interesting mm -hmm. that if you're not in the anti-MLM anti community, you probably haven't heard of this before. But there's a new scam out mm -hmm. to be aware of on social media, and it's called Master Resell Rights. Okay. Yeah, it already sounds like a scam, it right? Does. Yeah. So it's that like sus. so Master Resale Light writes is mm -hmm. a combination of what of a pyramid scheme. Okay. And like the uh the online business gurus that tell you that if you buy their course, okay. you're gonna become a social media multimillionaire. Oh god. You know, it. like Scram okay. Stefan. Like those okay. types. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have yeah, you yeah. ever heard of those where it's like um I think so. Okay, like I'll give you 
like Graham Stephan, for example. It's mm-hmm. like those people that are like huge on YouTube and social mm-hmm. media. And they say like, you can do it too. You just need to pay oh, $79 oh, oh, oh. for my online course. And you can learn how to become yeah. social media influencer, make the most out of affiliate marketing, make yeah. six yeah. figures a month doing this, I'm, this, and this. I'm thinking of a very specific person. Say it. <laughs> it's giving Daryl Eves. Oh, <laughs> okay. The, I'm I not don't saying think he's a scammer, but I'm just don't saying think like he that sells kind a course, of, though. To be no, fair, he does. I, oh, he does. Yes, he does. Because oh, no matter right. how many times I blocked his fucking email address, he keeps fucking emailing me about it, and it makes me so fucking mad. Fuck that those much, emails. Yeah. Well, that's you, what it is. Well, and yeah. then, but it very much it reminds me of um, the MLM thing because if you don't become a multimillionaire, they can say, "Well, that's you didn't because try hard you enough. didn't try hard enough. Yes. You didn't work hard enough. I'm you tracking didn't work now the program. Very MLM adjacent with the like uh, merit based adjacent, success, but not yes. but not recruitment based. Yes, got it. So master resale rights is um, similar to that, but mm-hmm. it's got a pyramid scheme twist. So what master resale rights is, so a lot of MLM huns are now pushing this along with their MLM. Oh, So red flag number one. Yeah. So master resale rights, you buy this course, I believe Mm -hmm. it's $500 for this course. My God. And the course, Uh (laughs) listen, Mickey, the course Uh is literally about how to sell the course. Stop it. Stop. Oh my God. I wish... I was joking. No, I know so, exactly what you're talking about. It's a course to sell courses. To sell courses, yes. <laughs> I hate so that you shit. buy, but so it's master resell rights because you're buying the rights to sell that course That's so to other annoying. people. So people are going, well, I made $2,000 in my first week. All I had to do was sell the course four times to four people. Yeah. And then you, oh, could, and then no. you get to sell it too. It's starting to look like a pyramid. Does it not just like yes. perfect well, pyramid? And this is the thing that's so funny about these because so this the reason that I laughed so hard too is because there is a fundy. Um, her name is Bethany Beale. She's one of the girl defined oh, sisters. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. She does this where she sells a course mm. about how to sell courses. Oh my god. Um, and she makes most of her money through like affiliate like having all of her people who buy this course pay for this service that she then gets like a, a like a kickback from, like an affiliate yeah. link yeah. essentially. Like an affiliate link, yeah. Yes. But the thing that's so funny about this is that when you sell it to the first batch of people, fine, right? Like the first four people, like it is still inherently circular and it, mm-hmm. it is kind of like pyramid schemey. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that the more people that you sell a course to about how to sell courses means that the market is more and more mm-hmm. and more and more <laughs> saturated. So like, like a pyramid the, the two first people, yes, exactly. The two first people that you sell it to might be like okay at it, but eventually you do reach a point where like there's no more money to there's be made. There's nowhere to sell it to. Yes, there's no one or okay. nowhere to sell it. So there is something special about master resale rights. Oh, no. You can buy. So you get the rights to the course Mm -hmm. and then you can add your own stuff to it. (laughs) So if you are a crocheter, for Uh example, but I highly doubt anybody doing crochet is going to do this, that you can like teach somebody how to crochet or like teach somebody how to make a true crime YouTube channel. Yes. Okay. In that master resale course. And then you can sell it for whatever you want. So you could, but you Uh. get, okay. So here's the thing I don't understand. And I, have been watching these videos on these anti-MLM people yeah. and I have been leaving comments hoping somebody will respond to my <laughs> question because I'm like my biggest question you sell this and you get 100% of the profit 
Oh. It's not an affiliate link. Okay. So who is making, I mean, mm-hmm. I know that you're making the money, but who at the top yeah. is making the money? How is this if working? If they're selling it for 100% and then they're, and then the people down here are buying it from other people in the pyramid. They're not buying yeah. it from the original person. Uh-huh. So where, there's no like downline right. situation. So how is, so if you're selling huh. it for, a, if you get a hundred percent of the profits, yeah. it's still a scam, but it's it like, how was the original person who made this in hmm. the beginning making more and more making money. money? Interesting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's so confusing to me. Like, I wonder if it's almost like those, and I've have been you ever, asking, nobody's answered my question. Sorry. Yeah. yeah have yeah. you ever seen those, um, People do this a lot on Facebook around the holidays. It's called like the secret sister gift exchange mm-hmm. thing or like, I can't remember. Hold on. Baby, what was that thing that Lubano did? Oh, where like. Is a Ponzi scheme. Bucks. Yeah. What was it called? I can't remember. There's this How other. Does it work? There's this other scam that like essentially everybody. Do you. I know. I can't remember. And I can't. I don't know what I Google. There's this other scam that essentially everybody pays like a hundred bucks. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Both of these things are predicated upon this belief that if you pay in your share, then eventually it all comes back around to you. Um, And so you'll make like twice or three times what you put in, right? Like I'll put in a hundred bucks to this thing or like for the secret sister gift exchange thing, I'll buy a gift. um, And then whoever was above me, my upline essentially gives me an address to send my gift to. And then my address gets put on the tree And then so other people then buy me a gift and shipped me things, except that, again, it's the thing where at a certain point there's no new people. Right. And so the people at the bottom get fucked because they sent a gift, but they don't receive one. Or like you're the one who put in the $100 to Mm -hmm. pay off the two people before Mm -hmm. you, but you don't get your money because you can't get any more people to join. And so it's not weird. It's not necessarily that the person at the very top who like started the whole thing Mm -hmm. is making money off of these people so much as it is that like it's just a losing equation for the people at the bottom. So there's not like a direct upline like there is with most MLMs, but it is still a pyramid scheme. In the sense sense that, like, somebody's going to get had here, and it's whoever is the last person to join. Yeah, yeah. There's somebody always, somebody's always losing money Mm -hmm. in this situation. Yeah, but yeah, it is just like confusing because you'd think also that the people, like, say you joined pretty early, sure, and you do make like thousands and thousands of dollars for a couple months, sure. Yeah, you eventually run out of people to sell a course to. Correct. Like. That's the problem. It's why yeah. it's inherently flawed, but it's yeah. just like, really? I don't, yeah. So that's the, I don't know. Anyway, it's a new thing going on though. Like yeah. definitely watch out for it and they will like be sneaky about it, but mm-hmm. they just, it's always make, it's just, you guys, if something sounds too good to be true, yes. it yes. probably is. Especially like, like <laughs> the thing that really grinds my gears about these is that with like, the cost of living continuing to rise Mm -hmm. and wages staying the same. Like, obviously it's getting more and more difficult for people to like live and exist, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And it is just like such a predatory thing of like, you can change your life. You can make thousands of dollars or millions of dollars with this one simple trick, you know? And like, it's just so predatory because the people who are, most apt to fall for stuff like that are people who are like very much in in need. Vulnerable situations. Yeah. It just feels fucked up. It, I don't like it. The, the thought of going to somebody and being like, do you want to spend $500 Mm-mm. on my course? And Mm-mm. with your whole chest being like, it's fine. 
mm-hmm. it's fine. I'm giving you a gift. Like, yes. Like, that's what a lot of people in MLMs tell themselves oh, too. Yes. Is that it's like we're blessing people with You're this welcome. opportunity. And they really, really tell themselves that a lot because that they have so to believe it. Ridiculous. Or because if they realize what they're doing yeah. and realizing that they're like being engaging in predatory behaviors that yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. then it's all over it's not quite you know? as fun anymore and then it's just not quite as fun anymore but yeah, yeah it's just i don't know it's just frustrating and it's sad but it's so funny though because this model of like a course to sell courses i feel like this has yeah. leached its way into so many different yeah. niches you yeah. know like this is very much a thing that exists in the like wellness or like especially like the mental wellness therapy life coaching thing also mm-hmm. this is like an issue that that it gets a lot of private practice therapists because you know the question is commonly like how the fuck am I supposed to make money mm-hmm. at this job mm-hmm. <laughs> paying for all of my overhead myself right. and so there are very much people who sell these things about like I'll sell you a course to sell a course uh as like a professional in whatever niche you know but like yeah I think that's just good advice that like if it feels yeah. too good to be true it probably is I, I felt like that a lot when I was like trying to monetize my YouTube channel back when mm-hmm. I was a baby YouTuber and like I was watching and I and I got lots of good advice from you know we've talked I talked yeah. about how much I love Nick Nimmin and stuff like that yeah. but Uber like channel. so many of those YouTube like experts tell you to like monetize your knowledge yeah like a lot yeah. of it is that like mm-hmm. make a course and yes. sell it like make a course on your specific niche yes. like if you are a english teacher on youtube mm-hmm. for people in korea yeah then you should Ugh. have an extra course yes. to mm-hmm. sell on the side like monetize that and it, yeah. you're like leaving so much money on the table if you don't or all yeah. the youtube gurus have special books and yep. special courses yep. about making youtube channels and it it's big. like i could make a course about how to make a dark creepy youtube sure. channel yeah but there's nothing i could tell you that you couldn't learn on your own for free yes or that you'll learn through experience by doing i don't need exactly and it's just kind of like odd to me yeah Yeah. i don't know it's like yeah i could i could monetize all kinds of things like i mean we could join mlms and we do you know how much money we would make on mlms because of our followings you know yeah Yeah. before the the dominoes fell we would still make a good amount of money you know if we hadn't been trash talking mlms so much people (laughs) it might last longer (laughs) yeah yeah that's but i think about that all the time where i'm just like i mean i know we'd get like i mean obviously for rightfully yes we get roasted immediately (laughs) yeah yeah rightfully so honestly that's all i have to say about master resale rights i have something else i can update you on in the internet world if you okay. i was had, going to say something, something and then i lost Please. my train of thought so give me because i interrupted you no you're fine is that this i don't know if this happens to you i'm sure it does but i get outreach like semi-regularly i guess from people asking for like like a mentor mentee relationship or like advice about starting a channel or like you know do you have like a program that you can like teach me how to do what you're doing or whatever like from Um, subscribers yeah yeah just like cold emails from like random people they want advice yeah yeah or asking like you know like i'll pay you to like help mentor me while i start my channel or whatever and i always say no because like yeah the the thing I always tell people if I am, you know, remembering to respond to the emails is that like I don't really have like a formal way to teach you about this. Mm-hmm. Like there's not really any like evidence-based practice that mm-hmm. I can point you to, you mm-hmm. know? Like even if I did give you a step-by-step uh very specific and detailed instruction of everything that I did, 
I can't guarantee that the result will be the same for you Mm because like that's just not how the internet works Mm -hmm. you know and like that's generally just not how business works and like especially because a lot of marketing now is like digitally based like just be very wary I guess is what I'm saying of people who say I can promise you for sure that you will get this exact result by following my course yes. because you can't guarantee yes that. that's not a thing and they will always come back and say it's your fault if yes. it doesn't they'll work they'll blame you they when will really blame that's not you. fair because i promise you there are like uh details and like factors that we can't Correct. account for and like again even if we started a new channel today and followed the exact same steps that we did for getting to where we are now that new channel might not make it big it, or like oh, be successful because yeah. it's just I not mean, that simple yeah, yeah it's just not that simple yeah like you case know? in point our um our podcast channel yes. is doing very well yes in terms of podcasts in mm-hmm. general like if we start yeah. if nobody knew who we were and yeah. we just started a podcast outright just, we'd yeah. maybe have 50 subscribers by now if oh, we were lucky maybe. yeah right like we had a foot off the ground because of that yes. but even yeah. then we only have a couple thousand subscribers yeah. still it's not like we just got hundreds of thousands like we still have to work really yes. hard and do all this stuff yeah I can um I I have helped people in the past if they yeah. ask me I mm-hmm. will gladly give them the advice that I have mm-hmm. especially I've had some patreons that are also trying to start channels yeah. and I'll like hap- I'll gladly like give them Share like some you know. tips yeah. yeah yeah but like I mean I can give people a tip right I can tell you if you want to start a YouTube channel here's what you do you start yeah. You use your phone if that's what if that's what you have. The only thing I would advise is yeah. uh, buy a lapel mic because those are <laughs> really, really cheap. Yeah. They're very cheap. I used a, a $20 lapel mic for my first several really? years on YouTube. And I had great audio huh. connected right to your phone or right to your camera. So audio is the most important. That's yeah. rule number one. Yeah. And the second rule is that unless you have already have experience you're gonna suck at it yes and just make videos yes. just make your first and it, wait and just let your first 50 videos suck yep ass yes i and tell people that all the time nobody's gonna watch them yeah you're gonna get one or two people that are mm-hmm. devoted to you just out of for no reason whatsoever because yes, they're but just so kind they're, just because they're so nice but just let your yeah. first 50 to 100 videos suck yes. ass you'll probably that get was, them later anyways that was the biggest thing that i wish i had known was yes. that like oh my god that's right you don't just go into a baseball field yes and hit a home run exactly like you have yeah. to learn like there's nobody in the it's world like a- that becomes a master at something without yes. you have practice. to be comfortable with being bad at it and people yes. ask me all the time like oh early youtube like you know when your channel was first starting like you know do you miss that ever or like was that fun or like wasn't that hard and like yeah. yes of course it was hard it was yeah. yelling into the void like yeah. nobody except yeah. for my You're mom and like the room. three people that i exactly. knew on facebook were yes. watching my videos so yes. it was soul crushing yes. right but it was like soul crushing <laughs> be comfortable we, with nobody watching you yes yeah but like first of all there's a weird piece in that because you're like okay these videos probably suck and like mm-hmm. thankfully nobody's really watching Mm-hmm. them while I'm getting my footing while you're trying to figure but it out second of all like that's fine you know mm-hmm. like if you really care about something and you want to like you share it. about it you know yeah like recentering on like why you're making the content mm-hmm. in the first place is more important in my opinion than like you know chasing yeah. after like purely vanity yes. analytics you know well you won't it succeed will... anyway you need to be passionate about yeah. what you're you don't just don't just yeah. pick a niche because you think it's going to be the most profitable niche yeah. because if you're no, not passionate exactly. about it you're going to get sick of it yeah 
real quick. Yeah. Like, but again, you're like, very passionate about therapy. Even like there are people who do follow that advice though. Right. Yeah. And like still might not ever have a YouTube channel that's yeah. successful. And like, correct. It's not because you're bad or you're not trying. Very it's not true. because you suck. It's yes. just that it's hard. It's just you know? very hard. And you're and sort of at yes. the mercy of an algorithm. That's and you very need that video. You need that one video to take off. Yep. And that, I you mean, can't. I, it's never the one that you think it is. Either. It's never the one. And it's always never. months after you made yes. it. Um, you're like, that one yes. now? Yes. Why? Yeah. I do want to say i do think anybody can mm -hmm. be a youtuber mm -hmm. i think people I think quit so before they go viral yes, a lot of the time because like that's what kept me going was yeah. that like you never know and that was exactly what happened i made this stupid 10 minute video yeah. about the evil stick yes. and it literally ended up getting a million views yeah, which is crazy but it had like 500 hundreds of thousands and that's what blew my channel up and mm -hmm. i had no idea yeah. that that was and people often quit like that you could be one video away yeah. from going viral and yeah. you quit and then the other thing is that if you're just starting out your thumbnails suck yeah. Whether you think they do or not, you probably thumbnails you, are so hard. You might think they're really nice. They're not. Trust me. Thumbnails they're, are hard. They're bad. And just like keep, just keep doing it. Like yeah, just, just keep, keep trying. Yes. If you yeah. really want to do it, like you will eventually. Yeah. Again, we can't like guarantee it, but like, yes. but we're not having you pay us to tell tell no, you exactly. this. Yeah. Like that's well, the difference. And I think that's an important distinction too between saying that like in theory anybody can, right? Yes. Um, and saying that if you follow these very specific yes. steps, you inevitably, absolutely, one hundred percent will. Right. Like those are not the same. Right. You know, like exactly. I think it's just an important exactly. distinction because one sounds an awful lot like snake oil. Yeah. In my opinion. True. But we've talked about this you know? before on the channel too. Is that it, the nice thing about YouTube is that it's not a pyramid scheme. Yes. And that there's room for everybody. Yes. And it doesn't, yes. um, even if your niche is saturated, mm -hmm, the cool mm -hmm. thing about YouTube is that I, I mean, like, for example, I watch, I don't just watch Hannah Alonzo. I'm so into Auntie M alone M content. Yes. I also watch CC Suarez. I watch yep. Aaron B's. I watch yep. Joe, um, Julie Joe. I watch mm -hmm. so many of them and yep. I watch hours a day. Like there's room for everybody because yes. people watch multiple videos yes. a day. Yes. If you're in an, I, yeah, I like to remind scheme. people that one of my favorite channels on YouTube is a, a model train like yes. hobbyist yes. who has hundreds of thousands yes. of subscribers. Yes. And like but if you're not into model trains, you would never know no. that this person exists. Yeah. Right. But like there are there every niche that you could possibly think of, there are people like that who have yes. hundreds of thousands of yes. subs and are like that's their livelihood. Exactly. You know? Yeah, there's very much room for exactly. everybody on the platform. It's just yeah. And yeah. I just I love that about YouTube is Me that too. it's not a pyramid scheme. I know. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I think that's, that's it's a good a bar very exciting to have. Part, so yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you have any more updates or anything else you want to share? Um, I think I just want to say what we're going to talk about next time, mm. because I just had an idea while we were talking and obviously okay. I'm not going to get into it right now because I also need to do more research on it fair. Um, to like make sure I know what's going on. But I sure. want to talk about Illuminati next time. Okay. Can we? Sure. I want to give like, I know that a lot of people oh, probably God. know what's up, but I want to give some updates on the things that she's doing to okay. um, one of her one of the people um, in the, involved in this whole situation just came out and and came out with the fact that they are exes, not only ex business partners, but they were oh. dating. Oh and no! He was twenty twenty, I think, and she was twenty nine. Oh no! Yeah. So oh, so really just keeps getting worse. Um, I would just I think it would be an interesting topic if you want if you don't think sure. it's too like. I mean, it's pretty cut and it's pretty mm -hmm. black and white with, I think most That's people can agree up. that Illuminati yeah. is not a great, yeah. uh, has not been living her, yeah. showing what her best worth, self. The only reason that we tend to shy away from stuff like that is just because we do like 
very much believe that there should be room on the platform for everybody. And yeah. like we you and I shit on you other and I specifically are just like a little touchy about we, right. like shitting on, on fellow other YouTubers creators. for no reason. Yes. But like people like Colleen, but we did right. people we like talked about Illuminati who times. like at this point it's really starting we're not to nitpicking. be nitpicking. No. I don't think we're like we're no. not trying to cancel people or no. like nitpick for no. stupid things. Or over if one thing. Yeah. This is a pattern of behavior. This is a pattern of behavior. And it's like I think if they're at Colleen Ballinger status, I yeah. think it's okay to talk about. Yeah, exactly. And I would just like to um I still need to like make sure I need to go rewatch a bunch of the videos and stuff because um there's just a lot that's happened. Yeah. And I feel like it's been even though she like lost like 90% of her viewership's gone. She can barely God. hit 20,000 views a video and she has over a million subscribers. Like she's just that is lost everybody, but she's still on the platform, still yeah. making videos like nothing ever yes. happened. Yeah. And a lot of people forgot about it with mm -hmm. in light of the Colleen Ballinger thing. Yes. And I would love to just like remind everybody <laughs> that she is still <laughs> trying to profit off of everybody that oh, she's God. been exploiting. So I just think that would be interesting. So right. look forward to yeah. two weeks from now. I know very little about it, so maybe we'll do a deep oh, dive where you can fun. talk to me about it. Yeah, because I that would be fun. am not very educated on the mm -hmm. topic. That would be a good time. Okay, great. So, Perfect. Okay. All Let's right. wrap her up. I think that's it then. I think that's it, friends. Thanks for coming, everybody. I'm cold. There's air conditioning everywhere. Here. Yeah. <laughs> the air conditioning is always really cold here because it's hot outside. Because it's so, hot outside. It's yeah, like, it's October yeah, and it's again, like 90 degrees like outside. Not but... Anyways, anyway, uh, thanks for coming. Thank you guys for we coming. We appreciate y'all. Don't forget to leave us uh, five star reviews on whatever platform you're listening on. If you like us, if you like us, um, and then yeah, you can like and subscribe and uh, support the the channel that way too. Or leave us one star reviews. We can't tell you what that's to do. true. Yeah, if you hate us, you can if you can you tell just us hate that us too. So much, just let us know. We're adults. Say, we like, can take it. Hey, we fucking hate you. Take the gloves off. You be know? like we'll be like okay. I don't know why you're wasting so many hours of your life <laughs> listening we, to us in that case. But yeah, sure, we thanks just for letting you us too, know. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. No, I love that. Okay, great. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, bye right. everybody. Bye. We will see you later.